Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behaviour, sleep and more. In Australia, 27,000 babies are born prematurely per year. That's a baby who's born before 37 weeks of gestation. Having a preemie baby can be challenging for parents as they come to terms with their precarious health and what impacts a preemie birth may have on their future health. Kylie Pussell is the CEO and co-founder of the Miracle Babies Foundation. They've just launched an information hub for parents of preemies. Hi, Kylie. How are you? I'm well, thanks. This is a very personal um story for you, personal work for you. How many of your babies were born prematurely? I've got three surviving children and I've lost, um, had miscarriages and and pregnancy losses um, along the way. So my surviving daughter, Madeline, she is now um, 19, but was born at 30 weeks, so 10 weeks early. I then had um, twins at 25 weeks and um, my daughter Scarlett is 17 and, and Marcus sadly passed away at two days of age. Um, and I then went on to have some more surgery and things. But, yeah, delivered Liam at 37 weeks. So really been through a lot of different um, experiences in regards to prem and, um, and loss as well and heartache. Yeah. So how can a premature birth impact a baby's health? Well, as you said, when a baby's born before that 37th week, it's um, it's considered premature. And now all of a sudden the body has to function and has to breathe and, and organs have to start working much earlier than they would. And all of this development now happens outside of the womb. So it happens at a different pace and sometimes things don't always um, develop at the right time or in the right way. So what we're finding is that um, the more evidence and research that comes out about longitudinal studies for these children born premature or sick when they're older is you know showing some higher risks of things um, some challenges that they're experiencing you know a bit later on in life whether it be through schooling or adulthood so it's really time to start the conversation and and help us support these children and their families and the children themselves as they become older as well to help improve their long-term outcomes. When you had your eldest daughter prematurely did you know much about preemie babies at that time? No, not really at all much. Um, I had had some losses before we were lucky enough to um, have Madeline and reached the gestation of 30 weeks where she could survive. Um, but yeah, apart from um, some time in hospital, I spent eight weeks in hospital before delivering her. Um, so a little bit, a, a tour of the unit, that was kind of about all I knew. Yeah. So um, quite, um, quite new to the whole world when we entered it, that NICU with Madeline. What would you have liked to know at that time? I think that support we had at the time and the education we had at the time for where Madeline was at was really great in hospital. I did feel very lost and quite alone after her discharge. Um, She wasn't a good feeder. She wasn't, you know, good with her breathing and sucking and swallowing. So it was really stressful in the start. So I um, I don't know what could have been done differently but I know that for me emotionally I didn't really have the parenting confidence you know when I took her home she was over six weeks old but yet she was still a newborn and she was still before her actual due date so it was a really scary time and and it was kind of like learn as you go I guess as most new parents are 
but because we had missed out on all our antenatal classes because she arrived so early, um, yeah, I kind of felt very, very new to it and, and didn't get a chance to have that confidence. Tasmanian University has been looking at the longer term impact of those being born prematurely, as you mentioned, those longitudinal studies that have followed babies from birth and as they're getting older. What did that research find, particularly at the time that these children were starting school? Yeah, lots of research is coming out about that, um, you know, these challenges that might not have been around before. And as we get to school age, you know, we have to remember more things. We have to function at a higher level um, of thinking. So things around um, memory is definitely a big one that these children are challenged with repetitive work and getting it more into the longer term memory because that short term memory isn't as great as um, as others. Definitely some challenges around behavioural issues and learning difficulties as well is another big one. But um, then also concentration and focus on things as well. These children seem to struggle a lot with that. And the research findings, did that resonate for you with the experience of your daughter starting school? Definitely. What's coming, what we're seeing coming out in all these research is definitely something that most parents of a, you know, extreme preterm have probably experienced at some point or another. Yeah, the school years in primary was quite challenging and, and I really had to find, like I spoke about that parenting confidence before when I first took Madeline home, but what I did find when my kids went to school, I really had to find that because you know, especially with Scarlett, she did have some needs and, and the teachers needed to be aware of that. So I had to, you know, become her advocate every single year and and, um, and really let each teacher know what her birth story was and what experiences she'd been through. And I know that this information hub, it's called Nurture E, is um, for parents and carers and ultimately for children too. What kind of information is on there for kids? Yeah, the information... Um, around these life stages that we're focusing on now, which is the primary school, high school years, and then the adulthood, uh, it's quite easy to navigate. It's listed in topics. So if you're having an issue with some speech or or some physical movement or whatever you think your child might be needing some extra help with, um, you can just simply read about that topic. You don't have to scour through pages and pages to find that. So it's really nice and easy to navigate for the parents. And as the children grow themselves, we want to help have them aware of their birth story so that they can be an advocate for themselves as well and keep sharing their birth story with their teachers and um, and with their medical teams as well. How does Scarlett reflect on her childhood and and does she talk to you about this stuff in terms of how being born prematurely impacted on her life and the way she lives it? Yeah, she learned lots of strategies through those early schooling years and um, and because we were so open with the teachers, you know, they were always quite good about it and, you know, letting her take photos of instructions um, that was on the board or letting her write them down or giving her a booklet that she could refer back to rather than just remembering everything from that first lesson. So she kind of adapted quite well and, and kind of took it in a stride. Like these kids are so resilient, like they amaze me every day. And, yeah, she, she learned those strategies that she needed to to keep working through her school life so that she could then, you know, get that um, information into her longer-term memory where where it was available for her. I mentioned at the top of this interview that 27,000 babies are born prematurely every year in Australia. And um, I understand that premature means that they've been born before 37 weeks. I'm just wondering, 
is it a sign of the times that we have this many babies surviving birth so early and and therefore that's why there's such a need for this information hub like in a way are our um, medical practices advanced enough that more babies are surviving when they're born preterm? Do you think that that has led to this this figure? Definitely that's a part of it. As you said, you know, medical advancement is amazing and, you know, a lot more babies are surviving than would have, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. So the research that's starting to come out over the last five or so years is really quite new because these babies themselves are just now reaching, you know, those 20 and 30 year ages. So yeah, that's definitely part of the information hub and, and us wanting to share it. But also what we've experienced as a parent's as well. So Miracle Babies formed 16 years ago, Nelly. And when we went through all those early years with our children, Miracle Babies was really focused around that. And there was really good information about that. But as parents ourselves, we've seen, well, these challenges can continue to impact the child and the family through those schooling years. So we were quite privileged, I guess, in um, in hearing about these changes and these updates and things. So we came to the conclusion that, it, you know, all parents need to know and have this information available um, if they're having any of these challenges, the more as parents we can be, you know, educated and empowered, then the better advocates we can be for our children. And hopefully other parents can understand as well the impact that a preterm birth can have on a child's development and, and be more understanding of the children in their their children's peer groups. Definitely. There's challenges, you know, that come out in all different ways. And the more that, you know, the community are aware of that and the more that the teachers are able to help identify that and talk to the parents as well, um, you know, things can be, you know, I guess improved and, and helped with all those developmental issues along the way as well if we're all working together. Kylie, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. That's Kylie Puzzle. She's a CEO and co-founder of the Miracle Babies Foundation. You'll find links to Nurture E in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.